Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Magic Our Way Podcast. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And we're coming to you from across the universe, man. Um, what basically boils down is that schedules just kind of got crazy, and we don't have time to record a regular show during the week. So we have these evergreen hubs that we had stored away for just such an occasion. Yes, and we would be happy to explain to you exactly why the reason is that we're missing this week, but we don't know because we haven't come across it yet. But... As Kevin is one to always be prepared, we have recorded a couple of segments here and there. We made sure the topics that we discussed were things that would still be relevant in and when you hear it. Yeah. So the opinions are fresh. The ideas are sane. It's just you're hearing it a little bit later than when we recorded it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, for all we know, we might have already explained it the show before. I mean, I don't know what's happening, but chances are, are you know, our future selves have already said, hey, why we're not going to be around. Yeah. Yeah, so who knows? That's kind of spooky. It's almost like Bill and Teddish. Oh, that is true. Yeah, we just went back in time and told ourselves, hey, you're not recording next week, so maybe you should record something. Maybe we should hop in the Magic Our Way phone booth and find out. I know, and then we can all be in the studio together, and it'll be like four of us. So me, Kevin, and George <laughs> Carlin are trekking through the cosmos trying to save the past. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we, we, here's a little show for to, our history report. Yeah, for a history report, because, you know, I got to talk to Beef Oven. Um, so uh, enjoy this hub, man. Uh, I know you're going to enjoy it, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today on the hub, joining us on the show, we have. <laughs> The very elusive, the guy that we've been talking about for weeks and weeks, the guy that Danny's been wanting to get on the show. We have Mr. Mononymous, <laughs> Mr. Richard Hercher himself on the line. Richard, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you guys for the invite again. Yes, thank <laughs> you for coming on the show, man. We definitely appreciate it. That's all right. You know, I, I've spent so many uh, um, of those. Uh, uh, voicemail things uh, and i always felt like i was already there but uh, i oh, guess uh, doing the interaction thing is a whole different ballgame yeah just like i was saying earlier it's like I, you know i heard you talking like wait a minute i recognize the voice i know the voice i've heard this voice it's like it's always been there but now here and you could say whatever you want now <laughs> that voice has free reign okay so why have you been dodging us all this time timing yeah just a question of uh, you know when is it gonna work for you guys and when is it gonna work for me um there was one time gosh what was it about uh three four months ago i thought we were almost gonna get it and then it was like uh no no i gotta get up for more uh, for work in the morning so i'm not gonna make it but uh really glad to be here tonight cool man glad to have you on man we have a great little discussion here for you uh i'll, I'll turn over the reins to danny we're gonna give us a clue because we know you're a bit of a star wars fan yeah a little bit a little bit a little bit. Well, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Uh, honestly, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the wow. Sith. I know. Oh, man out. You don't hear that too often. No. So here's the thing. Revenge of the Sith, for, from, from where I was coming from, I, I, I was born in 79. Star Wars is already out. Empire came and went while I was just getting out of diapers. And uh, Jedi, I was five years old. What did I know about that until it was on VHS? So when the prequels come out, I'm in high school. I'm really getting into. Okay, this is this is Star Wars, and yeah, okay, some of it was a little bit of a letdown. But um, 
that opening scene in Revenge of the Sith, that was what Star Wars is supposed to be on the big screen, first time experiencing it. And it just kind of went from there. Okay. So uh, now, do you realize now that you've lost your credibility with a lot of Star Wars fans out there, right? Hey, I, don't get me wrong. I love <laughs> A New Hope. My uh, Blu-ray copy of A New Hope is the one that is the most scratched and used. Uh-huh. Uh, because that's the one that my wife and daughter really like to watch when we're all sitting down to it. But uh, if they're going to ask me which one you want to watch, I'll say, can we put on Revenge of the Sith? And they'll say, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. All right. Well, look, this is what we're going to discuss this this uh, this time out. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now you we've talked before we got on air here, and you said you know about this. I know my cohorts here know nothing about this because they don't prepare. Correct. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is how we do things here at the Magic Our Way podcast. Uh, but what we're going to discuss here today is uh, now. Last time we were on the show, we reviewed The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. This time out, there was a theory that was put out, and the first time I heard it was from a friend of mine who sat down and tried to convince me that this was exactly where the, the, the movie was going. And at first, I thought it was like, this is something that you know he read online or something on some fan page, and he kind of was you know suckered in. But it's actually like a thing. People have really kind of taken to this. Okay. And the theory is, is that, and again, spoiler alert, if you have not watched any of the movies, if you haven't, I don't imagine you are going to. Uh, well, I think every Blu-ray release. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would think that by now, if you really wanted to see this movie, you would have seen it already. But Kylo Ren is the bad guy in there. Episode and seven. Yeah. Yes, he's the dark. He's he's Teen Vader. Mm-hmm. I guess is he is he what is he teen twenties what it's do you think like, yeah around there maybe early twenties like. hey, emo Bieber Vader. Vader emo Vader okay yeah, Bieber Vader yeah Bieber Vader okay so. <laughs> He's the bad guy in this. And there's a point there where, again, this is your last chance to duck away. And Han Solo dies because Kylo Ren kills him. Mm. And that, to many fans, was just an unforgivable act. But somebody found a way to forgive it. And the theory that they've proposed is that what if Kylo Ren isn't really the bad guy at all in all this? And that he's really working as a double agent aiming to take down the Sith. And here's how it works, okay? Mm. And I'm going to read straight here from uh, Bustle.com. Bustle.com is a website. Now, don't get me wrong. I heard this from a bunch of different sources. This is just what I'm using to kind of encapsulate it because I'm not a summarizer. I'm pretty long-winded, but it goes like this. Kylo Ren joined the dark side in order to take down its supreme leader, Snoke. (laughs) I still can't get over the name Snoke. I'm sorry. Is it just me? Better than Shiv. Huh? Better than Sheev. It's Sheev. I don't know. You... Okay, this episode did make an error. I, I was saying that to me, like the names in Force Awakens are, are two boys in the hoodish. It's like, Snoke. hey, me and Poe, Finn and Poe are gonna take Ray Ray over to go see Snoke, and then we're gonna meet up with Doughboy and Pookie, and it's just like, am <laughs> <laughs> I my Snoke's brother keeper? Yeah. And the sanitation workers, we gonna get this pop. <laughs> <laughs> Snoke doesn't go well with me. I don't like the name Snoke. But to take down its leader, uh, Snoke, who might also be Darth Plagueis, if other fan theories hold true. And we're not going to get into that. Darth Plagueis. Oh, I got something for that. Oh, you got something for that? Oh, yeah. Um, Andy Zemeckis. Is that that the actor's name who played Snoke? Andy Circus. Circus. I'm sorry. Zemeckis is uh, the back of the future guy. Yeah, I'm mixing things there. (laughs) But yeah, the actor who actually did the motion capture for Snoke uh, did, did comment on that. And said, well, they pulled a lot of ideas from different things. He's not a previous character. Yeah, I remember reading that as well in response to this, is that he's not um, 
the, the Darth Plagueis story was something that was uh, done in, was it Revenge of the Sith? Indeed. Yeah. Okay, it was Revenge of the Sith where they told the story of a guy who could stop death. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I don't know. It seems like these movies went really far and away from distancing themselves from the prequel so i couldn't have imagined it would have been true even before andy circus said this but um no matter so we're gonna get right back into this okay so kylo ren consults with vader's helmet because he tries to carry out the mission that anakin failed to accomplish before he was taken over by the darkness he continues to feel the pull of the light because his mission is inherently good and when he sacrifices his father han solo to the cause it's only because he must kill someone he loves in order to become one of the Sith. Now, uh, I don't know about this part of it. Uh, I don't remember any part of the films where, and you know, it could be canon taken from a different source. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember it ever being said that in order to become Sith, you have to kill someone you love. Like, uh, yeah, you're right. It's uh, it's one of those things they talk about a lot in all the comic books and cartoons mm-hmm. and uh, and and uh, uh, you know children's books, but. Yeah, the only thing you really see along those lines is when, um, uh, during Revenge of the Sith, uh, after Anakin pushes Mace Windu's, uh, you know, cuts off Mace Windu's hands and you know, helps the Emperor kill him, you kind of get this, okay, now you've severed your ties to the past. And they definitely hit on that a lot in all the books. So a lot of fans are going to love that, but they never talk about it in any of the movies. But, like, did Darth Vader ever sacrifice someone he loved? Like, I know Padme died, but... He didn't purposely kill her. In fact, I mean, if you're watching the movie, you're like, really? She died off of that? Okay, now uh, I've got my own personal fan theory on that one. Okay. Oh, yeah? Okay. So you see that scene where um, you, know, you can kind of see Padme through uh, Anakin's eyes as, as he's kind of coming to life. And he can kind of see her through the force as, as he's like going through the, the painful turning into the mechanical man thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. What if where that bit where the robot says... She's losing the will to live. It's because Darth Vader is using the Force to pull the life from her to keep himself alive. The way they kind of hint that Plagueis was able to keep those he loved alive. But Anakin keeps himself alive by killing his own wife through that mystical Force long-distance thing. Again, there's absolutely no credibility to any of this, but that's my own little head cannon. Uh, that I've been uh, playing with to kind of res- resolve the fact that I really like that movie and nobody else does, and well, I've got to find my own way to explain it. No, you're doing exactly what we do here in the podcast all the time. No, what you're doing is awesome. I like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it actually adds some kind of credibility to that. Here's what I would say to that, though, however. Okay. Sure. I like I like where you're going with it, but there and again, it, it, the line that I'm reading here is that he, they have to sacrifice somebody uh, in, mm-hmm. order, in order to become Sith. They have to sacrifice somebody they love in order to become Sith. I don't know that, like, maybe that is exactly what Anakin did, but he didn't knowingly do it, you know? Well, he, he does knowingly kill Mace Windu or, or, or set him up to die. Yeah, but does he love Mace Windu? He loves the Jedi Order. He mm-hmm. may not agree with it all the time, but he Ish. loves it, and he kills it by killing Mace Windu. Does, I mean, does that count? See, that is the, that's the problem. Once you get to killing something... That's a line you just you can't cross. You know? I, I remember, like, if I was him, if I was him, I would have strong feelings against the Jedi Order because they were the ones who didn't want me to get trained in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right? They were the ones who ignored me whenever I would go in there and say. I mean, I don't know why he would have any feelings of love. Maybe some sense of loyalty because of what he feels like he must be. But I love and like are two different things, though. You can be very angry with something you love, mm-hmm. and, and 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 feel very jealous of something, especially jealous of something you love. 
mm-hmm. um, but you don't necessarily have to be liking it all that much. I don't know. Again, just I, I, I'm trying to make a straw house out of this, and it ain't really working. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel what you're saying. Uh, me personally, I, 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 I do. No, uh, dude, when you come up with your own stuff, you just stick through it, and you're just like, no, yeah, this is what I believe. This is what it, we were like. Okay, <laughs> we respect that. No, no, I, I totally respect that. I like the engagement and the back and forth that comes from this kind of thing. No, I, I, absolutely. Here again, here, here's why I would say this. Okay. So once again, if you've got yourself a situation where I do believe Anakin Skywalker believed that that's what he wanted to be was a Jedi. I believe maybe he had love for Ben Kenobi and tried to kill Ben, but I can't believe that he had love for... He did kill Ben, I guess, technically, in, in no. New Hope. Well, but well, he really tried to kill him Ben already- it huh? was already full out Sith. Yeah, he, he was, was done. Yeah, yeah. He, he was he full was. blown Vader. Or did he complete it when he did that? Eh, you can make the argument, but I don't know that he ever got more powerful. I mean, he was already kind of doing the choky thingy at that point. He was already a pretty good lightsaber <laughs> guy. Yeah, red Sith okay, eyes. Uh, well, yeah. Kylo yeah, Ren but- kind of does that. Hmm? Kylo Ren can do kind of do all that. Yeah, he do the choky thing, but he, you know, he didn't kill any. You know, he didn't complete anything until he killed his dad. Right. You know, I was joking with. Uh, I went off with Andy. Uh, yeah last night and I was joking with him because we were talking about the movie and he loves it. He's already seen Mm -hmm. it like four times. And I was joking with him like the part that really kind of bugged me was the part where uh, Kylo Ren and and, and Rey are fighting and all of a sudden there's a part there where he, he tells her he's like you know you're strong with the force you need a teacher I can yeah. show you the ways of the force and there's a strong silent pause where there's this look in their eyes and you can almost hear the Popeye music playing in the background. The da 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 As she realizes the force. And she it's my spinach. becomes powerful. Boom, boom. And I would just love when that movie comes out on DVD or whatever. If somebody could take that little clip and do that with that. But uh, oh, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that it makes him a good guy based on what I've seen in the movie. I've watched a lot of different shows that they don't have anything to do with Star Wars where like they might fake somebody's death to get approval from the bad guys if they plan on turning on them later. I've seen stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But again, that's not in the Star Wars storyline. I mean, it might be something that's done in like, you know, like Richard said, a, a book or a comic somewhere I haven't seen, but I've watched enough spy movies to know, yeah, you know, you you shoot the person that, you know, is your family or your friend. But it's like, you know, it's a fake blood packet or something. And mm-hmm. then they come back like, ah, we got them. But can I tell you where I thought Richard was going, which I thought was brilliant? Yeah. And I was waiting to see where he went with it. I thought it was going to be like a JFK style situation. Somebody else shot him. Yeah, it was like there's a know. second force member. Like, <laughs> Darth Vader's pushed her to the side. And somewhere <laughs> there's a second shooter <laughs> that took her down. So it was a conspiracy to make Vader think that he killed her. But there was a second guy. Somebody held the blaster in the behind rain the picket the fence. <laughs> behind the lava pit. <laughs> Magic lightsaber. Yes. With the <laughs> it was Jar Jar. It was Jar Jar with the candlestick in the grassy knoll. It's a riddle wrapped inside of an enigma. What? It's a riddle wrapped inside of an enigma. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's. I think that's just like the dude's a, a bad guy because you need a bad guy. And it mm-hmm. wasn't. You know, there were other people in the first order well, and they were bad guys. Okay. But you need a bad guy. Well, you're getting ahead. We're getting ahead of ourselves here because you're, you're stating an oh. opinion. I think about Kylo Ren, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. But before you get to that, okay, he's let me finish. The the theory. All right. My the bad. theory is that he's not the bad guy. 
that he killed Han in order to go ahead and uh, complete, like, I don't know where they're coming up with, in order to be a Sith, uh, you have to go ahead and kill somebody, and you have to sacrifice somebody that you love. I didn't know about that. Okay, well, pause there. At the very least, Snoke tells him he has to kill Solo. So, so, so I mean, his, his the person who's telling him what to do, who's going to be his mentor and, and, and leader, has set that uh, set the stage up for that. But on the other side of that, no one's saying that he's a Sith. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, he, he's obviously deep in the dark side, but that doesn't mean he belongs to that particular religious cult. Just like uh, um, Golden Girl Jedi. Uh, what, what was her name? Yeah, Sophia, or, right? Yeah. <laughs> so who needs to go to the galaxy? Uh, yeah, they, they, <laughs> she isn't a Jedi. Um, Shady but, castle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so but but everyone can see that she has very strong force leanings, and uh, I think that uh, that fits in with that storyline. So, you know, we, we kind of have to throw away some of these old. Well, what would have happened with Darth Vader? Because well, yeah, he might be trying to go down this dark path, but. There may be different rules, and right now the person who's calling those rules is Snoke. This is like, thank you for being a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Travel back and killed your dad again. <laughs> your heart is dark. <laughs> You're a Sith, and that's all there is. <laughs> I, I want to get into that, but let me finish reading this here. There's I'm sorry. La- yeah, the last couple, I want to get into what Richard just said, but let me finish this. No, he's out. making up some uh, some seriously good he points. Is. He's right. Richard's right into the theory, but I, I I'm trying to make sure that you guys who haven't read the theory gets everything there is out of it. Uh, that's okay. Fair. Okay. Okay. So then the theory loads subtext into Han Solo's conversation, which is what Richard was just alluding to. It loads subtext into that conversation with his son immediately before his death, where Rin tells his father that he must do something he doesn't want to do and asks Han to help him to die for him so that they can eventually, so that he can eventually take down the Sith, is what it works out to. Okay. So Han had to die, and Rin asked his permission to kill him, mm-hmm. it is basically the subtext there. Okay. Yeah, because he handed him the lightsaber and he. Got okay, him with it. Right. Okay. So, okay. So now, and then the idea being now he will get close to Snoke. Because at the end of the movie now, just to kind of put a little bit more fire, uh, put a little wood on this fire. At the end of the movie, Snoke says, bring him to me. It's time to complete his training. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which, but at that point in time, you think like he's trained. Like I was watching a movie. I'm like, you know, he's stopping laser blasts. He's, you know, choking people out. He's torturing them with the force. He has his own lightsaber. I mean, I'm like... This dude's full on bad, you know, he's tough. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I was thinking going into it. But at that point in time is when you realize, okay, maybe they, and again, I'm, it kind of to me reeks of the fact that, okay, we just realized we let this dude get his butt whipped by somebody who's never used the force before. So, uh, okay, maybe by saying he hasn't completed his training, that help explains things a little bit better. But um, so, yeah, what do y'all think? I'm now, now let's open it up. Y'all, y'all understand the, uh, the the theory now, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lee? Yeah, I'm here. Kevin? I'm with you. No, no, I mean, yeah. you understand the theory, the theory yeah. right? Yes, yes, Kevin? yes. Okay. All right. Off of that, who wants to start? Uh, now, Richard's already made some good points. Who wants to yeah, respond? Great points. Okay. Yeah. Go. I mean, like, as far as just the overall thought as to adding the argument that he okay. could be a good guy from it or just saying what, what do y'all my think of the opinion. theory yeah do y'all think that's where this movie's going i think that's bull <laughs> okay. that's that's what i think uh okay all right fine you need you need points right well, no no let's start with that let's oh you think it's bull kevin yeah bull or not i'll say bull okay yeah lee yeah i'm not going with it i can't okay <laughs> and finally mr mononymous 
Bullshit. It's whimsical. I love that people are coming up with ways to explain stuff, but yes. it, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. The guy who told me this theory, you know, I had one word response to him. Yeah, the, the person who told me this theory was Eddie, the, the person I saw the movie with. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I think that's what J.J. Abrams is. He set that up because that's going to be ultimate goal. That's where it's going to be going. I said, I got one word response for you. Lost. You ever watch Lost? Mm-mm. You ever got engaged in Lost? No, no. because I heard your feelings about it. Exactly. It I was, loved Lost. You lo- did you like how it ended? Well, here's the thing. J.J. Abrams left after the pilot. He was not involved with it after the show's creation. Okay. So other people took over for him and moved it in lots of different ways. So okay. And I don't have a. Pr- I don't care about the ending. It's okay. not the end of the world. It, 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 I like that they ended with the same shot they started with, and that's that's all I got for it. Mm. Okay. But he- here's my question about that. Okay, you're right. J.J. Abrams started with it. Do you think? Do you honestly think J.J. Abrams? Because if I come up with a theory like that, and I'm pitching a show. I know where it ultimately has to go because how am I going to write this show unless I know where it's going to end? Well, but remember, just like Lost, J.J. Abrams is gone after this. He's consulting on the next couple of uh, movies, but he's not directing any or producing so, any of them. Then, the, then what that goes to show is that J.J. Abrams comes up with mysteries and stories that he doesn't necessarily have an end to then, right? Or no one else has to pick up either. No one else has to pick up either? I'm sorry? Immediately, nobody they don't has have to pick up this story. mystery no. that, that, that someone on the internet has invented to explain Kylo Ren's motivations. So, 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 so really, when you're looking at these, okay, Kylo Ren did this because of all these things that nobody said anything about during the movie, well, yeah, another director could say, I love that idea. I uh-huh. want to put that into episode eight. Mm-hmm. I want to come back to that in episode nine. Mm-hmm. But whether or not J.J. Abrams actually said, I want to do this, there's not a single piece of dialogue in any of episode seven that supports... The, the nuance of that. Mm-hmm. And that movie was not nuanced. There exactly. was no nuance in Force Awakens. Not a single new. Okay, you know, since we all seem to have the same opinion that this is nonsense, why don't, because, I mean, you're going off of a, of a point there that I kind of like, I, I think this is a good point to stop and say, Mr. Mononymous, why don't you give us your opinion on that movie? I liked it. I, I walked out of it wanting more. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, and there's so many movies I'll walk out like, man, I really wish they would have done this, and I really wish they would have done that, and we really wish they would have done that. That's the one I walked out saying, yeah, but there was no story. It, there was no, no, it was Star Wars without the soul. It was a fun movie. I want to go see it again. Um, but it's one of those movies where it's like, I don't think I'm going to be sitting down and watching it closely. I can't remember a single line from The Force Awakens. I was walking out of uh, The Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones, mm. repeating some of the lines I heard of that, because they just had that certain pacing a certain mm. a certain punch it was like oh yeah yeah boom 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 the only line i remember from that movie verbatim is so do you go first or i go first <laughs> that's it droid that's it. please droid please didn't make it <laughs> i like the crossbow i should use mm. this that's all i remember that's a good point i'm, I'm run trying with to think me. about run run with me i can't fight <laughs> Was it the other thing that Han Solo said was, uh, I, I'd never think about if I can do it until after I've done it or something like that to that effect. No, I, I'm with what you're saying yeah, because no. I, I can at best paraphrase what I think were cool little lines in a movie, but they were all uttered by Han Solo. I, right. I, I just want to say this really quick is J.J. Um, I didn't know about J.J. Abrams leaving, you know, after the pilot lost, but I have seen Alias because mm-hmm. I'm a big, you know, fan of spy stuff. And 
that is a trick that he usually like, okay, to get the person in further will make him look like a bad guy, but they do something that shows they're a good guy. Like that's the that's the whole trick of doing a, a, a swerve like this is if you say if you go ahead and say, okay, hide, I'm going to kill you. I got to kill you so I, I can get in with the bad guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you say, okay, but look, I can control a blaster. So I'm going to just like kind of make it look like half the blast is going into you. Then I'm going to stop the lightsaber. <laughs> then I'm going to make the other part of it come out your back. And then you just like, I'll knock you over into an abyss. And then maybe you'll, you know, show up. You know what I'll, I'm saying? Like, in other I'll w- Jedi, like, yeah, I'll, I'll stop you. your fall. Exactly. Yeah. Like, in other words, in, in order for the story to work, and he's done this in that show, at least, that kind of storytelling. You know, mm-hmm. and and I think that's where I would I would go with um, Richard on that. It's like you know, if he's not in it, that is a trick that he's used in previous you know shows or or forms of storytelling, and and that's what you'd have to do to make the guy a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And then didn't say, okay, well, look, I look like a bad guy, but now I'm a good guy. Like you know, even if you want to use Darth Vader, I mean, he killed Obi Wan, so everybody was like, okay, Darth Vader, you're the bad guy. Then the next movie, he cuts off Luke's hand. Like, okay. You're still the bad guy. But then when it got to the end, he had to basically go and die and say, all right, look, Luke, I love you. I'm sorry. And then like everybody's like, oh, poor little <laughs> egghead man. You know, and he even had to take the, you know, the shell off of yeah. his head so you could feel more sympathy. But I mean, all those events leading up to that, there was no confusion as to who he was. You know, that's a good point because I haven't heard any, a, a lot of people have brought up you know, all the comparisons between A, a New Hope and uh, Force Awakens. Okay. That is one I haven't heard brought up yet, which I think is actually very apropos, was that Han Solo's act of self-sacrifice, they're going out on the bridge when you pretty much knew he was going to die. Right. was akin to Ben Kenobi walking out and letting Darth Vader strike him down. Yeah. And everybody's have, watching on seeing it happen, yeah. Right. Helpless. I, I have not heard that commented on yet. That's actually a really good point. Yeah, but but is that's, that, that's yet, it really is yet another comparison. Those are but those are event defining moments, and mm-hmm. I don't think the only one that Kylo Ren really had in my head, he only had two. Well, I give it three. the The first one when he co- he goes out and he makes his introduction, and he, you know he stops the blaster and then, like he says his you know his two cents. And he's like, where's, you know, where's the map, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, wipe them all out. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. now if he's, a, if he's a spy trying to be a good guy, he would just take Poe and be like, you know, leave these people to starve or whatever. But he wouldn't kill them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He wiped them all out. You know? The mm. second one is when he finds out, uh, shoot, I can't remember the exact detail, but the guy comes up to him and says, yeah, we didn't have any luck finding, you know, the map. And then he goes on this temper tantrum and like rips everything up with the lightsaber. Yeah. Remember that? Which was I thought that was like scary as hell. Like, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, this is a guy that can choke people. Unstable. And, yeah, and he's unstable. With powers. Know, with powers. And uh I was like, Yeah, okay. Now, he's a bad guy. He's just a bad guy with tip attachment. Then the third part is he kills his daddy. Yeah. You so- know, there's no confusion to any of that. So I think we're all on the same page, which is kind of making this a terrible topic. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, no, it's awesome because, I mean, we're all kind of thinking the exact same way. It's like, yes, it's a nice little entertaining theory, and it's great that they have a little something that can try to make sense of what happened. But, um, yeah, more than likely it's all BS, and, and it doesn't really add up. And, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think the little temper tantrums that he had there – Kind of show that, yeah, he's a he's an immature kid who doesn't really know what's what, and um, 
It's not part of some grand design. It's not part of some grand plan. It's it's just you know he's um, a confused child. You know what would have been would have been might have helped the credence of uh, of that statement would have been if he had got that this is part of the map and then he could have met Luke Skywalker oh. and then you could have seen what he was going to do. You know, if the movie would have ended with well, all of a sudden you're like, okay, that's actually a really good idea. This is how the movie should have ended. You, you see the rock in the middle of the ocean. You're climbing up the rock, but you don't see anything beyond the fact that you're going up a rock. You get to the top. There is the back of Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker takes, turns around, pulls off his, his hoodie, and he looks at who's coming up the rock. And when he looks over, it's Kylo Ren. There you go. Credits. Mm. Ooh. Now that's something you're like, ooh. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, the theory might work. And now, all of a sudden, you have a cliffhanger. Now you want to see Wait, where sure. it goes from there. And you don't yeah. know if he's there to kill him yeah. or to consult with him. Or, you know, what? Right. It's, it's same thing like why Empire was so good when it because you don't know what happened with, with Han. Like, you, is he dead? Is he, you know, there's, there's something to build to look forward to in the next episode. Absolutely. And and that, that would have, to me, done a great deal of, wait a minute, I thought I knew where this story was going to go. I don't know anymore. Wait a minute, what just happened? Yeah. yeah. So I think that would have gone a long way towards helping out with that. Richard, what do you think? I, I, I don't mind that, uh, that that idea for an ending at all. Because um, like with, with A New Hope, it ends and it's just the ceremony and yay, we blew up the Death Star, congratulations. Because we don't know if we're going to make another movie. That'd be right, awesome, right. but you know, we, we don't know. Um, does this movie have to end on a cliffhanger with Force Awakens? I, I don't know. Um, but if we want to take it back to the, the, the fan theory, the fan theory ultimately is a question of redemption for the villain because that's all the prequel tr- trilogy is the fall of the villain and the uh, original trilogy is the, you know the redemption of the villain what are we doing with this new trilogy mm-hmm. and all we're seeing is we're establishing okay he, he is the, the villain mm-hmm. um, do we know in the next movie or in the, or in the, th- uh, the third movie is there going to be a redemption or is he just finally going to be that bad guy we can all hate and just celebrate when he's gone he ain't no Darth Maul, I tell you that. <laughs> that dude, I, I'm sorry, like you know that he has like no lightsaber skills in my opinion whatsoever. They should just not compared to Darth Maul. Yeah. No, no. Why do you think he doesn't have any Darth, any lightsaber skills? Because number one, he didn't really challenge anybody that had lightsaber skills. That's but he didn't get thing. a chance to until after he'd been shot by the uh, uh, crossbow blaster that had thrown stormtroopers twenty feet through the air. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I read that theory online too. I ain't saying he's a crossbow thing. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a punk. I get it. You get shot, you got to beat your chest to bleed out and stuff. I, I totally get that. But come, come on, you saw that fight, right? There was yeah. like strike, 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 block, strike, strike. Like there was nothing. Like, whoo! Did you see that move that he just did on two people who do not know how to use a lightsaber? You know, yeah. I was just saying on our review those, that lightsaber fight reminded me of the, the, the pace of the lightsaber fights in the original trilogy. Mm. They weren't as fast as like the for like one, two, three, you know? Yeah, you just can't beat the Phantom Menace lightsaber. I'm sorry, Richard. That's just, I'm very biased <laughs> on that. That's fair. Yeah. No, it's kind of cool because his favorite movie is Revenge of the Sith, and your favorite is uh, Phantom Menace just for the lightsaber fight. That's it. Yeah. You know, I like that. I like that uh, saber duel between uh, uh, Ob- Obi Wan and. Uh, Anakin over the lava, yeah, over the lava, yeah, and, 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 and what's, what's the name of that? Revenge of the Sith. Revenge no, that, that planet, the, the fire planet. Uh, Mustafar. Oh, Mustafar. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, Richard, if you don't I was have say Mustafa, <laughs> I, got it. Mustafa. <laughs> I was like, it's not Mustafa. 
James Earl Jones was there. <laughs> you forgot about me, Luke. <laughs> Tijuana. That's like all these there lava fields are Six out. degrees of James Earl Jones. Mustafa right. to yeah. Mustafa. <laughs> Mustafa, yeah. Actually, you know, that that actually might have been a little in-joke. You never know. Um, But yeah, yeah no, look. I'm not going to sit here and say he didn't have any lightsaber skills. I do think that it's true that he did have lightsaber skills. But I would also go ahead and say that he was whipping her butt up until he reminded her that she had the force. And she was like, she she mounted a comeback. I so, guess, yeah, that was the thing. You know, that was I could thing. buy that whole. Yeah, he was fighting hurt thing. And that's why it took him a little longer than normal to dispatch Finn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 you know, I can buy that. But, you know, the, when the fight starts, the first thing he does is force shoot her into a tree. And he's already been shot at that point. And here's a question, though. Now you're making me think. Like, okay, so you said you have the ability to stop a normal blaster, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. a Wookiee crossbow blaster, you can't stop that. Well, he didn't see that one coming. You should know he got the force. He got the sense. Well, actually, no, he might have seen that coming because, like, kind of, again, akin to that Ben Kenobi moment, as soon as Ben dies, what does Luke do? He screams, no! That's all the other screams. What happened as soon as Han died? There's Chewie going, Rah! <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Wookiee for no. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to translate it? If I had to translate it, I don't speak with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Kylo could have been caught up in the moment. He just killed his father. He just yes. made his uh, final commitment to the dark side. Okay. Everything else is kind of in the background. He's doing his up uh, Highlander uplifting thing at that moment. And <laughs> I went back and like there. That uh, reference. Like that reference. That's a good Richard. one. I like that. Yeah, You're right. Though. I have no problem with that. And actually, you know, you forget about it. But, like, I mean, remember when uh, Darth Vader and Cloud City, when Han Solo walks in, Han Solo sees Vader start shooting and Vader raises a hand and stops the blast. He doesn't stop him in midair. He deflects him to go mm, different places. Hands, but yeah. I mean, he, again, there again, you see uh, the, the power of the force stopping the blast. So, um, well, because he's concentrating. Mm-hmm. Because he's Darth Vader. I mean, oh, yeah. Like, you know, no, I wasn't saying, yeah, I wasn't trying to add credence to the fact that he should have known that he was being shot at. I was trying to add credence to the fact that they've established that this is a power well, is it we we haven't established if he's Sith or not. No one knows if. So he's, maybe he was. I don't even know what makes you Sith and what makes you just a bad Jedi. What what bad is? Guy. I, I was gonna say covering your face. That's a, <laughs> that totally makes you Sith. No, because Palpatine was Sith and he never covered his face. Well, well, he a bunch of wrinkles. Face. I was gonna say his face is like, you know. Well, it was pretty messed up. Was that's a face up. you want to cover. Like Dooku, Dooku he was, was fine with Sith, right? With, uh, mm-hmm. with Mace Windu, man, he got all electrocuted. I'm just saying, but the the, the tough ones, the real, you know, like the tough ones, they cover their face. The mask paint something. You're like, ooh, don't mess well, with that. Darth one. Maul didn't really have a mask. He that's had to paint. I'm saying, cover his. I didn't face. know that was just his regular skin. That's his species. That could have been him. Well, what if he that, comes from a planet of nothing but? No, that? you're right. That is his yeah. species, actually. Yeah, that so is that, his species. That wouldn't have been a mask. Maybe, his brother looks like that, except I think it's like golden or something like the paint. Maybe that's is why he got beat because he was he didn't have a mask. That's yeah. probably what it was. There's a guy that goes to every Saints game. You catch him in the crowd, and he's dressed like Darth Maul, except instead of being red and black, he's black and gold. gold yeah, he's probably the brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, What's the brother's name? What? Savage. Savage? Is that real? As terrible as that is, yeah. Now he's right. Savage. Savage. Nice. Oh. It's a nice. It's a like French savage, word saying savage. savage. Is it? Is it Darth Savage? Is it just... Not a Darth. He's not a Sith. Uh, he was in in the cartoon they introduced him in. Uh, he's actually supposed to kill Count Dooku. Okay. Wow. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And what happens? Um, he, he's trained as an apprentice for Count Dooku, so that Dooku can eventually uh, overthrow Palpatine. 
and um, he turns on Dooku, finds his brother Darth Maul, and decides they're going to go ahead and try to take Palpatine together and fail miserably. All right, I want to watch this cartoon uh, now. That's, 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 that's Clone Wars, right? That's Clone Wars, isn't it? it Clone Wars is, uh, for, for a cartoon, it's really, really good. The first two years are kind of hard to watch. But after that, okay. they, they, two they, years. they... first two seasons, it's on set five <laughs> Look, I forgot Lee was on the line. Good job, Lee. Two years. <laughs> type, type. Type, type. Type, type. Tarat, tarat. Type, type. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, that's it. Ah, I'm about to uh, check it out now. I, I want to see that now. That, that does sound like a really good yeah. idea. Darth Maul and Savage. <laughs> yeah, it's one after. Can I, can I ask Richard a question? Hi, I'm Darth Maul, and my Hi. brother is Savage. <laughs> yeah, this is Savage. It's French for Savage. It's like Sadie, but it's French, so Tar-Jay. it's not gay. I'm not related yeah. to Fred. You know. so it sounds like a character in Zoolander 2, Savage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. It's my brother, the model. Savage, where the fuck? Yeah. Show them what you're working with. <laughs> Uh, I, I I saw this thing on this picture on Facebook. I, I, I'm not holding you to this. I, I just didn't know who this guy was, but uh, there was something about the old Republic game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is there's this guy who has like he ha- he has a mask, but he has like two lightsabers. Mm. He's apparently in love with the Force itself, both good and bad. I just don't know what this guy's name is or what the history of. You know what I'm talking about? I, I do. I don't play that video game. I, it's one of those things where I haven't played a video game since my daughter was born. And if, if I was going to retire tomorrow, I would probably go ahead and spend eight hours a day playing video games of some type, somewhere, somehow. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know the insides and outsides of that. My that's wife's okay. No, that's okay. I, I, I read some stuff about it. I was like, that don't make any sense. So, like, like if they use that guy, like, this was my point. If they use that guy, that guy would make more sense as to say, oh, he's doing bad stuff, but he's really a good guy because it establishes that this guy already likes both sides, you know, good and bad of the force. Okay, you know I mean? so I haven't read it. Um, apparently, the novelization they wrote for the uh, for, to sell alongside the uh, Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Um, there's supposed to be like this that, yeah. line that Snoke says the reason he picked Ky- uh, picked Ben Solo to be Kylo Ren, the leader of the Knights of Ren, is that um, he saw within Ben Solo this mix between the light side and the dark, and by having both, he could be the most powerful Force user at his beckoning to do whatever he wanted. Again, whether or not that's just something the author made up to fill in pages, mm-hmm. or if it's something that uh, Kathleen Kennedy, the person who's actually running Star Wars for the next 15, 20 years, has actually said, we're going to make that part of the story, I couldn't tell you, but uh, it, it is something that kind of fits with uh, that whole, where is this character going? Is Kylo Ren actually a bad guy? Is he a good guy playing mm-hmm. a, a cloak and dagger thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is his ultimate motivation? Because, again, this movie doesn't give you a single clue other than we're going to have a flickering lightsaber to show you he's unstable. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it, uh, real quick, I want to give uh, Eli a little props here uh, because I, I was looking at this real quick. And, um, you know, you got good company on this lightsaber uh, argument that you have here because Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson came out, and, and I'm looking at this right now. Samuel oh, yeah, me J- and Samuel tight. You yeah. know that? Samuel Jackson said that the lightsaber fights in Force Awakens were a little weak. Right, that's right. Because he, uh, he's a bad mofo. <laughs> Shut your mouth. That's right. He said, <laughs> I'm just talking about Samuel. <laughs> he said, and I'm quoting here, uh, it, 
the, the talking about the new movie. It's got the same spirit. It's adventuresome. It's exciting in a way. I think the kids need to go to lightsaber fight school, but that's just me. They got time to get better. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just okay. All right, I'm just I believe no, that no, way no, no. I was just gonna give you props on that. Thank you, no, because okay. I'm that top of Samuel L. I no. ain't touching that. No, but. I was just gonna let you know that you're in good company as far yes, as that indeed. goes. Mace Windu, thank you very much if and, you listening to this. But I want to take this back to Richard here because I think we all kind of agree that this theory and it's a little bit disappointing of a topic because but he brought up an interesting point that could help you know balance out the that the, the argument okay yeah well, I, so what i want to know is from you guys do you want to see the bad guy redeemed again because we've seen it in the the, the the original trilogy darth vader is just the badass guy who comes in shoots the place uh, you know shoots everybody up and then finds out okay nope i'm really really sorry and you were right there was good in me and even in the, the his fall you see redemption in the fact that he is so so heartbroken over his wife is dying has died because of his actions and ultimately that's why he becomes the bad uh, the badass do we want kylo ren to have that that, uh, that that redemption do we want him to be uh, to become this person that we are like oh yeah we feel sorry for the bad guy again or Good do we question. just want someone who can be really evil that we can say okay great we're done with him we the good guys have won and defeated him yay okay uh the answer to the, the, i mean my opinion that's all it is my opinion uh darth vader was totally bad <laughs> right like if darth maul would have had that I would have been like, wow, that's tough to believe, but you know, I would went, went with that. The trick is is that for that for that part of the story to work, the guy has to be basically independent. He has to be so badass that he can just he he has to appear unstoppable. That's what makes these stories work. Is that the the bad guy is like you can't beat him. Yeah, but you know? do you want to see that bad guy go through the redemption process? Do you want to see a repeat? I mean, it seems like it, everyone's complaining right now that Force Awakens is too much like New Hope. Okay. Is that I guess what he's asking here, is that what you want to see? You really do you I, really want to see I, in the third act this guy redeems himself? I personally do not think I, I would not put this guy on the same in the same class, let alone the same ladder as Darth Vader. But again, right. that's just me. So as far as answering your question though, Richard, uh, I'm good with it being a bad guy. I think personally, like the way the story would work is that he needs to be a badder guy. He needs to, yes, thank you. He needs to be a badder guy. He mm. needs to be the guy that says, okay, you know what? I had two people fight me with a lightsaber and they beat me, or one of them beat me because they just was aware that, oh, they got the force. I need to go back to training. I need to talk to Snoke, Pookie, Snooky, <laughs> anybody. Doughboy. Yeah, Doughboy. My Ricky. boy and them, Ricky Bobby, you know, Bobby Ricky, you know, Ninja Jesus, the Spider Monkey, whoever can train me to be better so I can be this. Because, like, now that you've killed Han Solo, you're a legend almost. You know, you think of it like that. Like, now you're the guy that killed this legendary smuggler that, through his whole lifetime as an old man, nobody could kill. So I think they would just try to give him like a little reputation. Do I want to see him redeemed? Not really, because I I don't think there's anything to really redeem. It's just it was just like watching a little kid that just did some cool stuff, but he had, you know, uh no substance. You know, Darth Vader was just so bad that, 
you were just like, wow, they just they can't stop him. And then you're like, oh, he's got a son. Oh, you know, he he had this, you know, tremendous, you know, background. Oh, this is not his fault. Oh, so like they they kind of built it up to a point to where it was like it got to where he was like, okay, kill your son. And he was like, yeah, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. This guy killed his dad. So, you know, it's like it's, it's not the same thing. To let, me. let me ask this. Let me let me try and take this into another direction. All right, guys, we're going to put a pin in this discussion and save the second half of this uh, discussion with Mr. Mononymous, Richard Hercher, uh, for a later date, a later release. Uh, the second half of this talks about business and the movies and all that kind of jive, which is a little bit different than the, uh, talking about the movie itself, which is first half was. It was that's another great discussion, a little more heavy, uh, but we're going to save that for show 106 or somewhere around there. But anyway, uh, 105, the next show that's coming up after this is going to be a little bit more lighthearted, so definitely check that out and enjoy. We're going to kind of break up the serious discussions here just a little bit with a little bit of levity in between. But actually, you know, it's as, as, as funny as it is, there is definitely some educational value to show number 105. So we, we take to heart the edutainment aspect of it. So our humor with some uh, actual hardcore facts, so you don't want to miss that, guys. So anyway... Now we're going to toss it back to a point in time where myself and Danny will wrap up the show. So see you on the next one, guys. All right, guys, we hope you enjoyed that episode, man, that we appreciate. And thanks for listening, man. Of course, look, www.magicrowway.com is a place to find everything. And we definitely appreciate you listening to the show. We hope to be back live and in studio the next time you are listening to us. Exactly. So if you're thinking, hey, man, I'm, I'm Facebooking these guys' messages during the show. I, how come I didn't hear it? Mm-hmm. That's because we didn't record it during that particular week. We recorded this maybe like like last year. Who knows? Yeah. So <laughs> please don't be mad at us for missing a week. Appreciate the fact that we thought ahead to make sure that our inconveniences wouldn't be your inconveniences. That's right. There's a lot of love around here, man. <laughs> a lot of love. Yeah. Don't you feel the love? I don't want to feel the love. The love scares me. <laughs> no, don't be scared of the love. <laughs> the love comes from across the universe. We're not here recording, but not, we gave you some love. I'm worried about the love coming from across the room. No, the love is good, man. <laughs> Embrace the love. Bathe in the love. Bathe. Oh, this sounds so wrong. The face, neck, and chest, man. You're bathed. Oh, God. Please wrap this thing up. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, guys, we hope you enjoy the show. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. Uh, To become this person that we are like, oh, yeah, we feel sorry for the bad guy again. Or do we question. just want someone who can be really evil that we can say, okay, great, we're done with him. We, the good guys have won and defeated him, yay. You know, I got to be, hon- I, I be honest. I just want that dog to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> dog going <old> red. <laughs> Lee, is that you again? It's not me. Is, is it me? No, it's the dog next door. <laughs> it's the dog next door running Lee, the motorcycle. <laughs> Lee, use the, use the mute. If you can, I don't. It's I don't have a mute on this mic. Obviously, no, the no, dog has a Skype. point. On Skype's got a mute. Dog, the bad. dog the has microphone, a point. Yeah, just hit mute. Yeah, Benji wants to say something about the argument, but he can only say it in like you know partial Wookie talk. Everything uh, that that everything that Richard just said was covered by brat 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 brat. And the thing is, is that y'all are on the exact same track.
So you can't so, mute me. Yeah, we can't no. mute you because we'll mute uh, Richard. No, yeah. I mean, he can mute himself. Yeah, yeah, but I'm you can mute yourself. It. Okay, so you could self mute. <laughs> self mute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it. But he he, mute he yourself. He brings up he brings up a good point to answer his, his question. Yeah.